Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. There are lots of suggestions in these podcast episodes on how to deal with difficult feelings. But the opposite can also be true. Feeling happy, elated or joyous can also nudge people towards a drink. Natalie was a woman I interviewed for my book, The Alcohol-Free Woman, and she kindly shared her story with me, which bears this out. I was sober for about two years when my dad died unexpectedly and my marriage ended abruptly. I didn't drink and I tried hard to do all the right things to stay sober. About a year after my losses, I met a new man, got a new job, and moved abroad to a sunny location. Life was on the up. I was living the dream. During a Christmas lunch with my work colleagues, I suddenly had the overpowering urge to have a glass of wine. I was happy and enjoying life more than I had done in a long time. A little voice in my head seemed to suggest that if I had a drink, it would make my happy life even happier. I was on a high, and a drink seemed like a great idea at that moment. Natalie explained to me how she took that drink, and this led to her slipping back into her old habits of being a daily drinker. Luckily, Natalie saw all the signs of a problem drinking returning, and she amended her lifestyle to become alcohol-free again. This experience has alerted Natalie. She enjoys the good times and upbeat feelings, but she is aware that feeling too high can be tricky for her. Dreams of emotion either way can upset our impulse control. Our impulse control is what stops us from reaching out to do something that really we don't want to do. When we feel calm, the thinking part of the brain is working more effectively. When emotions are on an even keel, we're more likely to make decisions that are in line with our intentions and our decisions are more rational. Natalie agrees that this is probably what happened to her. A heady mix of new romance, Christmas cheer and sunshine undermined her intentions and she drank again. As Natalie reflected on her experience, she saw that for a couple of years before her relapse, She'd been on an emotional roller coaster. She felt that she'd been in survival mode and she was just trying to keep going. Natalie was compelled to keep moving fast and she had no time for any personal reflection. She conceded that her emotions were all over the place with no sense of emotional balance. Keeping emotions evenly balanced is not easy. Rampaging emotions, even so-called good feelings, can throw us off balance and make a drink seem like a great idea. That's why I encourage you to build in a few moments of self-reflection each day. Make it a habit, like pressing an emotional brake pedal, putting the brakes on emotions that might get the better of you. In my book, The Alcohol-Free Woman, there's a chapter called Feeling Comfortable in Your Own Skin, 
and it contains lots of ideas to help you remain more emotionally balanced. Also in this book, I talk about the moodometer, which is basically a mind hack. The mind hack can help keep track of emotions before they build up into an intensity that can set you off balance. So get into the habit of using the moodometer to avoid getting overwhelmed by your emotions. Maybe you're like Natalie, and a special celebration such as Christmas is a trigger to drink. But consider this. Natalie was enjoying life and having a good time before she lifted that drink. And you can too. Most happy occasions are happy because people are making an effort to be jolly and sociable. People have perhaps dressed specially for the occasion. There might be decorations, music and ambient lighting. All these factors will naturally make us feel more upbeat. So focus on those rather than the drink. Alcohol might be available, but it might surprise you how many people choose to drink soft. Some years ago, I worked with a woman called Dawn. Dawn realised that she needed to stop drinking. Her habit of drinking one or two bottles of wine every night was affecting her health, her job and relationships. Dawn was able to cut out the nightly wine, but felt it would be okay to drink at Christmas. She also thought it would be okay to drink at a party or a special lunch, or a dinner out. Weddings, funerals and christenings were added to the list of acceptable times to drink. Dawn had a big family and a wide circle of friends. She was active in many groups in her town. I questioned her about how often these special occasions would take place. Dawn concluded that an event would happen at least once a week, possibly more. Dawn agreed that she never had just one or two drinks on her special occasions. As we chatted, it became more apparent that Dawn's fantasy of a couple of drinks on the odd special occasion was just that, a fantasy. She realised that she would be back to square one, drinking every day if she got back into the habit of drinking at celebrations. So if you think it would work for you to save drinking for special times, take a moment to be really honest with yourself. If you have this little loophole in your alcohol-free life, will drinking be a one-off, an isolated occasion, or will it creep back? And will it take over the whole show? There's no rights or wrongs here. It's just about being honest with yourself and what will work for you. Practical approaches that to help enjoy an alcohol-free event. Practical approaches to help enjoy an event alcohol-free are to take a bottle of your favourite soft drink to the occasion. By doing this, you've always got something to drink that you like. You could offer to drive, so you've got a valid excuse to turn down an alcoholic drink if you feel that you need an excuse. Often it helps to have a non-drinking buddy with us who will support us in our efforts to avoid the booze. Lastly, always have an exit plan. This means that you can go when you need to. If the temptation to drink gets overwhelming, you can leave with your sobriety intact. To finish, I will leave you with this thought. Imagining that a substance that has caused you so many problems will make happy feelings even happier or joyous occasions more joyous makes no sense at all. It really is a fantasy.
So challenge this faulty thinking and set yourself up to enjoy celebrations you will remember with a clear conscience, a clear head and genuine happiness. Until next week, thanks so much for being here. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.